2: gentlemen welcome back to an edition of Winter is you where people are trying to eat and choking down their food and having a good time <laughs> and drinking margarita mix you know because not just mix
3: <laughs> Make it sound
2: no like it's just mix. mix it's just mix he's
3: drinking just mix out of the bottle <laughs> it's just lime juice and ice
2: <laughs> well you know a bit of sugar whatever floats your boat <laughs> So we're back once again, episode five. I'm just racking up the episodes here, left and right, guys. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. Adam, you all right? Doing good. Yeah, I'm here. Doing better. Yeah. <clears throat> <all right? laughs>
3: I gotta say, I I uh, wanted to go get some golfing, and uh, I was too much in my head, so that's all I'm thinking about. When were you gonna go you golfing? To play golf. I went before, before we got started. That's why I was eating dinner late, really? as always. So we had you to know, wait got... for you to golf? Yeah, I was just the driving range. But you know oh. what? I found my problem. I can't be in an close
2: thing. It's in my head. You can't be in that that little area in the middle there? You have to swing nope. time, I assume. Yep.
3: Can't do it. Oh. I was in there every swing. All I could think about was hitting the wall, even though I'm not <laughs> even close to it.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm going next Did time. I want to watch Vegas? that.
4: <laughs> you did that in Vegas though, didn't
3: you? Yeah, that's I was trying to think. I'm like, I can hit a golf ball. Why was that so <laughs> difficult? And I was like, I went uh earlier this week, went out, no problem. I had a couple bad shots. I'm uh not no pro or anything. But like at least my shot like when I did hit it, it was good. And I'm like, what was my problem? I was in, in a enclosed thing. There was shit around me. I can't have shit around me. Nope. I <laughs> did
4: that at top golf in Vegas.
3: Yeah. Although at least I, I think- drink.
4: I think you
3: won the fastest drive. Out of the three of the you got season. that right. I'll slice the, the shit out of
2: it, sit as hard as possible. <laughs> he did win that.
3: That's the goal. <laughs> Nothing else I can't. Right. <laughs> nowhere close.
2: I think That's after true. I think after the first, yeah, our first go around, the second one was <laughs> we could get the high scores on different <laughs> on the different options, <laughs> fastest swing, longest drive. <laughs> so yeah, fuck the we points. we were.
4: We
2: were no good at uh, target practice. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, with the point system. <laughs> uh, Sean, you're a good golfer. You like, you like, uh, like, swinging, you like swinging the wrenches? There's a five minutes from my house. Get out of here, really?
5: Yeah, yeah, right around the corner from my house. So Bastards. before COVID, loved going. Haven't been there since, so I, I'm not sure what it is or if it's open. I'm sure it is. I'm sure good it's Good bar, open. though. Yeah. Probably
2: <laughs> open. yeah but no i'm i'm doing good how are you doing uh you know hanging in there it's a you know i had a week off last week and i had to get back to work and it was a pain in the ass
5: (laughs) no you take a week off of work you're a week behind when you get back that's how it goes usually Usually like a
3: month (laughs) month behind
2: yeah (laughs) and the stuff we do yeah pretty much it's a pain
3: but I told you. I you told know.
2: you last week you should have just rolled right
3: into a new vacation. I wouldn't have came back.
5: Should have. Keep going. <laughs> File for but... unemployment. There it is.
2: <laughs> Couldn't live on it. Not anymore. <laughs> Not right now. Oh, fancy sure.
5: pants over here.
2: You know, I have a high class lifestyle here. I, I prefer the I good can things see that in your background. <laughs> yeah. I I strive for higher than Kirkland's margarita mix. <laughs> Just, you know the, mix, you know just the mix, Just
3: the
4: mix. You're wasting your money. You're wasting your money getting anything else. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's worth
3: it. It's it's so good, you can just drink the mix. Right.
4: <laughs> and people tweeted us, if you can uh, you can tell how much more I'm drinking by the end of the show compared to the beginning.
2: There you go. Tell. I'm, I'm looking doing. forward to the end of this episode, let me tell you. And not just because <laughs> we'll be done. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> All right, well, let's go give a quick rundown here of what we're going to talk about today, and then we'll get into topic number one. We're going to do a little bit of follow-up on our last uh, extended episode of the virtual reality that we did, and talk a little bit about that quick. We'll do a little bit of what you play playing. We've got a uh, few things from Ubisoft I wanted to hit, especially Far Cry 6 and that... Coming out soon. Also, Marvel's Avengers and some new notes on that game, which looks pretty awesome. I want to hit a couple topics there. They're trying to make us pay more money for video games, and this is some bullshit. We need to talk about it. And finally, speaking of prices for video games, a new record has been set in an auction for an old video game that we need to talk about. So let's get into it we'll start talking episode one let's uh, poof episode five we'll start talking about topic one here in just a minute <laughs> taking away Google Docs. It's happening. That's it. All right. You can't fight us all. VR <laughs> cannot. VR follow-up. Drew, what do you got in here? Asymmetric VR co-op games? So, what are you talking about Yeah, here? so
4: I was I was really struggling last time with the what to Google and what the name of these types of games are. So what I'm talking about here is we were talking about uh, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Uh, we were talking about Eye in the Sky the term that you're going to want to use is asymmetric VR co-op games. And, uh, it's, they are actually exploding more than we thought. I just uh, heard of a new one coming out very soon, uh, called VR giants. Uh, so you might want to look into that one again. It has a kind of a cartoony arcadey style look to it. A lot of the VR games have that kind of, uh, graphic style, but it looks fantastic. And it's, uh, most of these kind of follow the scheme of the VR guy is uh, kind of a bigger-than-life person inside uh, helping along somebody else. You know, that's how uh, Eye of the Sky works. That's how this uh, VR Giants looks like it's going to work. So uh, the term that we want to use is asymmetric VR co-op games. That'll be what you want to Google to try to find new and other games that are like this. So just wanted to bring that up uh, as something that I thought about in between last uh, episode and this one.
2: Nice, yeah. I know we kind of struggle with that a little bit, and we we named a couple of the games that we played before. But that's it's uh, good to know. I like I like those games. Those are a lot of fun where you can play with you know multiple people rather than just yourself in VR. Being able to have somebody else and like especially that Eye in the Sky one where you're just you know you're working together where one person's on the keyboard and you know on the computer screen and you're out there in the in the VR headset and talking out puzzles and trying to solve them It's is pretty fun. So did you after our VR talk I know Sean doesn't necessarily have one readily available. I know I'm sorry. But Adam, did you have you played any other ones since our discussion besides just the Iron Man? Does any of them pop into your head that you bought and played since then?
3: Uh the only ones I've played Iron Man more. I, I will admit I'm on a video game break for a few days. It's been nice to not play every single day uh but through the weekend i did play uh some more iron man i played more arkham Asylum or arkham vr whatever it's called um so i'm not just hanging out in the cave throwing batarangs and then um i started doing demos for um it's like everybody's golf i think it was which i actually enjoyed and then um blood and truth is a big one where it's like action and i think it's called blood and truth um it's action there's a lot of shooting you can switch the guns reload the gun kind of like we were
2: talking about last week so um just try demos a lot see what i want to buy that's nice there's actually a, a lot of demos out there available that you can play because i don't almost, seem to find those on pc almost any game uh, i
3: looked and i was surprised by the vr Uh, collection of games they had i didn't realize there was that big a catalog through playstation and a lot of the games we talked about last week i found them you know obviously not half-life but a lot of the other ones we kind of mentioned or brought up they were there um i didn't check every game but like some of the bigger titles especially ones that are in the 20 to 40 dollar range when you look into the game it says download demo to try it and then you can try most of it and then buy it there if you want it so i've been doing that a lot just to not spend money if i don't think i'm gonna end up playing it
2: that's nice. That's pretty awesome, actually. That you can uh, you can find those demos because it's that's kind of the one I, thing I don't like necessarily about PC and Steam is there's not a lot of demos that you can download and play. You either have to buy it and maybe hope to return it if you can, but otherwise you're kind of <laughs> yeah. stuck with it. You know, so it's a lot of those. That's kind of why I wait for them to go on sale just because I don't want to spend the full amount of money mm-hmm. and I have no idea if it's going to be good or not. Yeah, exactly. So that's been nice. Nice. Drew, have you played anything else VR that we've uh, we talked about last week?
4: So this game is you can play it in VR uh, or you can play it uh, just normal uh, screen, and it's called Subnautica. Any of you heard of that one before?
3: Hmm.
4: So it's uh, if you have a fear of large bodies of water, I think it's called phobias. Phobias. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the game for you. Yeah. Uh, it's basically the game is you are part of the crew of this monstrous, uh, kind of spaceship that crash lands on a a planet and the planet is entirely covered with water. Uh, there are a few islands here and there, but other than that, it's it's
2: like water world. World?
4: Yeah. It's kind of like water. Like Kevin Costner. Nice. Yeah.
5: Old
2: school. Nice nice callback. Marty, disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a big budget thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it's just like water World. Um,
4: so you're, you're crash landed you're, you find yourself alone by yourself in this escape pod uh, you, you crawl up out of it and you kind of look and you're miles away from this huge ship that you were on that's crashed off at the distance and you're just surrounded by water and it, it's it you have your escape pod that is uh, completely damaged. And you have to try to figure out how to fix, and then that uh, that spaceship that you came off of that's miles away. You have no idea how to get there. And water. Uh, and it's uh, it's kind of like a resource collecting game. You go and you explore. You collect resources. Uh, you find uh, basically different uh, ways to build new tools for yourself and uh, get resources to kind of build up your. Escape pod, and then eventually you find ways to kind of develop air tanks uh, because air is the thing that you have to worry about in this. So you have to, you can't stay under indefinitely. Um, once you upgrade air tanks, you can definitely under, uh, stay under much longer than uh, originally. Uh, but the, the tech tree on this thing is, is pretty impressive because you go all the way up to full blown submarines at one point. So it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, and the depths just keep getting deeper. Like you're, you start out, the area you start out in. It's relatively shallow. Uh, the animals that are floating around are, you know, don't look super impressive. They look kind of meek and it's a little fish and things. Uh, and you have to eat and you have to drink water, so you have to go and collect the different animals, and uh, different plant life to eat and survive. Uh, but then slowly you move out into the depths and you come across these just wild animals. And if you have a fear of swimming or that phobia, like it, you are going to freak out. And it's not—it's not a standard horror trope or anything. It's not like you're going to have jump scares or anything. It's just—it's just you're you in the middle of this wide open ocean with nothing to help you. You're by yourself.
5: Kind of uh, sounds <laughs> like a. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it kind of sounds like a uh, VR version of Mist. Like, did you ever play Mist? Yeah. Is it—is it, it kind of that same feel? It's,
4: I think you definitely feel alone. Although you do eventually start getting um, like distress beacons and distress calls that you get on, uh, but you never actually meet anyone else. Like, no, spoiler alert. But you never actually meet anyone. Uh, you're you you're really just alone. Um, and you know the object of the end of the game is to build yourself a, a, basically a spaceship to get yourself back up into orbit. Uh, but. Along the way, you get to—you're not really communicating with other people, but you're getting st- distress beacons. You—you you, you get basically locations where those distress beacons are coming from, and eventually you get out to those locations. Uh, typically, by the time you're there, you get there; those people are, are gone. Um, but you can collect resources and you collect new upgrades and things at those places. So, but yeah, it's—it's it's not as puzzle-heavy as Mist was. There's not a ton of puzzles. It's much more exploration, and. You know, just pushing yourself to go deeper and further away from, but very be quick, very quickly becomes to be like your little safety net, that's your uh, little uh, escape pod. You very quickly just realize like you're just gravitating back to your little safety net, um, and they just keep pushing you further and further away because these escape beacons, or these beacons, are coming further and further away from you. So it's it's a very cool game. Uh, I highly recommend it. I think right now on Steam it's like twenty five dollars. Uh, I don't know if they're... I think, there's, I think it's on PS4 and Xbox One as well. Uh, and then obviously on the PC. Uh, and they released a second one uh, called Subnautica Sub-Zero. And that one is set... I, I don't know... Or sorry, Subnautica Below Zero. And it's set in a in an Arctic territory. So I don't know exactly the, the story behind it. I don't know how they got from the first one to that one. But there's a second one out, and that's actually even cheaper than the first one. Uh, probably because that one's still in early access, so that one's only twenty dollars. So for the bundle, you're talking forty-five bucks—not even the cost of a full game—and uh, they're definitely uh, good games uh, and good VR games. Because uh, I—I couldn't handle it in VR. I had to just start playing on the PC because
2: yeah, there's no like, way
4: seeing these things swimming around me—you feel like you can't breathe. It's just—it was enough for me.
2: <laughs> nope. there's yeah. I think I. <laughs> I think I have Subnautica as well. I, I picked it up when it was on sale a while back, but I haven't played it yet. And it was one I was going to try in VR, but hearing that, I there's no way. <laughs> I can't, there's no way I'd be able to do it. I'll just play it on a <laughs> regular PC.
4: <laughs> I mean, you should at least try it. You can switch back and forth, right, pretty easily. You should at least try it and see, because it's definitely an experience. There's not a lot of games out there now where you can play in VR and swim around. This is one of the few that I've seen that you can actually are kind of underwater and swimming in VR. And I think that's a, that's a really unique perspective on VR. You know, As we've been talking, the movement can be really an issue for VR, and especially with play spaces trying to move around. In this game, you're definitely swimming, so it's definitely you know, joystick control, uh, sliding motion, but you don't actually get as motion sickness because you're swimming. So it's kind of normal to be just sliding and gliding around. So do you have you to do the arm motions? <laughs> That'd be I, awesome. Uh, I wonder if there's like a mod or something out there that makes you do that. That'd be
2: pretty slick. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Because, <laughs> man, I could see them doing something for like the Olympic Games where you actually have to do all that stuff.
3: <laughs> oh, that would be a workout.
2: Yeah. I'll get you. A little javelin throw. Uh, some, you know, 100-meter yeah. butterflies. You know, all that <laughs> stuff. Shot put. Yeah. You know.
3: That I could do. I'll throw a controller.
2: I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure it's uh, properly strapped to your wrist when you do that one. Always.
3: Uh, Mostly never.
2: <laughs> uh, Alright, well, I, I, that this also kind of ties in, I guess, with the what you play in. So we can, we can kind of roll right into that, too. Because um, I actually wanted to talk about the two VR games I was playing. And that was the uh, Escape Rooms that were mentioned in the last one called abode and abode 2 adobe yeah. adobe and Come adobe, on now. adobe illustrator and photoshop 2
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah they were Expensive, uh, but they are awesome. They were pretty good they were actually probably so far as far as the um escape rooms i played those are the at least the first one was was the best one i played the second one was a little bit weirder um you know when you had because you have a robot following you around that you got to hand all your stuff to which was really weird um, but I, I really enjoyed those actually. They were, they were really good. They were, you know, there were some decent, not overly complicated puzzles that you got to play and then solve. And, you know, it wasn't, well, it was maybe like an hour gameplay for the first one. And I think the second one was maybe a little over an hour. It wasn't, wasn't much longer, uh, but they tried to add a few more elements into it, but they were, uh, they were pretty cool. I, I was pretty excited with them. I was happy that I did buy them; they were definitely well worth it. If you like the escape rooms, I would highly recommend. If you can, if you can get a hold of those, to play those. So, Sean, what uh, what have you been playing recently? Oh,
5: well, oh, oh no, oh, okay. <laughs> well, not to uh, sound like a broken record, but I'm still going through Odyssey because that game just keep, keeps getting longer and longer the more I play it, so I don't know if it ever actually ends, but <laughs> on a change of pace, I picked up a mobile cribbage game, Ooh. and so I've been getting back into the swing
2: of things. Nice. You I getting, just need to get some bridge going. Are you get ready for your trip up here or something? Is that why? Maybe. So we can I destroy mean, you in cribbage?
5: I mean, as I remember, I won <clears throat> more often than not. Damn.
2: If you don't like losing to cribbage, stay out of my place.
5: How do you have a soundbite for that? Oh my god. The weirdest stuff.
2: Come on. (laughs) You gotta be ready for everything, including cribbage.
5: (laughs) But no, I, I really haven't been playing anything new yet, because kind of... Getting over that depression of not being able to contribute to the VR talk, so trying to fill it in with mobile games and solitaire, and it, it just doesn't help.
2: <laughs> solitaire. <laughs> Candy Crush. <laughs> All the fun ones. Jeweled, man. <laughs> Jeweled. <Bejeweled>, classic. Yep. <laughs> that For some reason, I don't know why I, I didn't think of this one while I was talking about, talking about my games, but as I await... Paper Mario coming out, I downloaded another game called Fury Unleashed, which is available on Steam and on I don't know if it's on I'm sure it's on PlayStation 4 and Xbox and all that, but I got it for the Switch. And it's like a roguelike platformer kind of shooter game where like when you go through the levels, they you know they're different every single time and the map is, is laid out differently every time. But um, if you played like Spelunky or Oh, God, I don't even know the other ones. Metal Slug, I think, is another one, or you know, games like that. Um, Flint Hook, if you played that one, that one's really good. Um, but it's similar to those where you're just, you know, you're the, basically this comic book character that this guy drew, and he's just tired of the, you know, basically getting worn out by writing these comics, and doesn't want to do it anymore. And you're basically playing as his main character, going through the levels of his comic book trying to tell him why you should keep writing about him, you know, and and that he's still, you know, prominent character, and you should still keep writing and doing more books and stuff. So you're just, you're going through levels trying to beat the big bosses and show that Fury is a great character, but it's it's really a lot of fun. You know, it's pretty basic, but um, you can upgrade your guy every time, basically every time you die you get, you know, you're, as you build skill points and stuff like that from everything you collected during the game, you can upgrade your character and get, you know, more health or, you know, dip better grenades or, you know, your shields will last longer or, you know, different things like that. So there's, there's kind of an upgrade system, but it's not overly complicated. It's pretty easy and pretty light, but it certainly helps you get through the game because there's, you know, unless you get through the entire comic, which is like three chapters, three levels, and then a big a boss. If you die, you have to start all the way over. Um, so, Dark Souls. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, and there's like three different end bosses for each chapter of the each comic. And once you finally get through, you know, if you get through it three times and get through three different bosses, you can unlock the second one where you can start directly from the second one, but Unless you do that, you're basically once you die, you're starting all the way over. so it's it's kind of fun that you can you can upgrade your character and keep going. So if you're interested in that one, Fury Unleashed is a is a really good one to play if you know it's kind of those the one of those mindless ones that you can just you know sit and play and, and kind of waste some time with, but it's really fun to play.
3: Yeah, it sounds. It seems like one of those like just seeing a trailer because I'd never heard of it, and it is on PlayStation. Uh, I don't know about Xbox, but I'm very focused on my PlayStation. Uh, is that? Um, I like that though because it's
2: you play for an hour, you might die. Okay, cool. Redo it. It sounds like it's addicting. It it was. It's super addicting. I'm. That's kind of all I've been playing when I sit on the couch. Has just been cranking at sure. that one because it's just it's fun. It's yeah. It's kind of mindless to to a point, and you could just keep going running through characters and trying to get through all the comics without dying because you know, once you die you got to start back at the beginning until you can open up everything so it's, it was kind of fun which sucked the first time I got to the final final boss and was like basically on my deathbed and I didn't know I was I didn't know it was the end of everything I thought there was more and it was like oh shit like I thought I beat it and then nope there was one more final final boss and it was like fuck and I died and I had to start You know, from the second comic, because I didn't beat all the other bosses before, so... You didn't
5: come across a room full of health or ammo or nothing? (laughs) Nothing to tell you there was a final boss coming?
2: Oh, no. (laughs) You get nothing. (laughs) You go limping in. It's terrible. (laughs) But the nice thing is, you're unlimited ammo, so that's kind of the nice part. Like, you get... You know, you have limited grenades, but your ammo is basically unlimited, and you can pick up different weapons throughout the course of the levels and stuff like that, but it's all random, so you don't know. You might... You know, when you pick up, when you look at the, you know, you get to the guy who has some guns. It's like, oh, they might be kind of shitty, you know, guns that you don't really want. So, so it's like pick "Eh." up a super soaker. Yeah, (laughs) yes, (laughs) right, pretty much. You know, but then there's ones where like you can you get up to uh like there's a like a devil part, and it's like, oh, you can sacrifice a certain amount of your health, but we'll give you this. You know, it's like, oh, do you really want to do that, or do you not? You know. Because it's hard to get health back in the game. Once you lose it, it's unless you're beat a beat a boss, you're not really going to get a lot of health back. So, eh, you know, you kind of either roll the dice and get something good, or you just uh, nah, fuck it, and just keep on trying. You know, with what you got. So, it's fun. It's a good game. Uh, Adam, I think you already mentioned the games you've been uh, you've been kind of playing. Nothing else special going on right there.
3: No, nothing different. Um, trying out the VR games got much further in Iron Man. I'm not done yet. I think there's only 12 chapters, and I'm almost there. Uh, still good, enjoying it. Still takes long to load. Uh, <laughs> but, I, yeah, the past few days I haven't played anything, and uh, I just tend to do that every once in a while. I just don't play for a couple of days, so then when I get the chance to play next, I'll be like, oh, why haven't I played? And then I want to play, like, all day. So, uh, just that. Trying a couple of VR games. Um, Mario Kart all the time because we have a competition in this house. Oh boy! Not first or last, and if and then I will ride Yoshi as my vehicle because she loves Yoshi. I play as Mario, number one only, and I ride on Yoshi. You dick. Just to just to show her. Just be like, yeah, you know your place. <laughs> <laughs> what an ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> On that note... Yeah.
3: <laughs> Keep that in
2: there. Uh, uh, Ubisoft had a uh, had a live stream where they showed off a handful of games. I really just want to talk about one. I don't know about you guys, but they they showed off watch- new Watch Dogs, uh, Assassin's Creed, Valhalla. I know we've talked about that one before, but the big one I'm really interested in is... Far Cry 6. Coming out in February. I think everybody here is a big fan of Far Cry. Sean?
5: No. No, no. never really did it for <laughs> me. <just kidding>. No?
2: <laughs> never? I <Not> was
5: <once>? Perfect. <laughs> I was like, nailed it.
4: <laughs> no, I kind of don't like it. No, it's
5: kind of shit. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs>
5: Hated it. it. <laughs> I never actually played Part 5 because I just never hooded like heard good things about it but um I I still play 4 every once in a while just restart one of the bases and try and find some super creative way to just go in there and do what you do for lack of a better term but no I haven't um I haven't played 5 and I actually this is the first time I heard that 6 was actually coming out so fill me in after first of that's all, it
4: you should definitely play Far Cry 5 is it because- good it, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was fantastic. It was a really good game, uh, and I know Dan's been playing through it as well. Uh, we even tried a couple, a little co-op together. We teamed
2: up a little which, bit on a few uh, missions.
4: We had some marginal success with. <clears throat> yeah, it was a little strange trying to get it to work, but uh, Far Cry Five is awesome. Like, first of all, it's it's you know set in America. You're with this cultist group down out, out in Montana. Yeah, totally in America, right? You're of <laughs> <stuff> like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. I don't, I thought it was really good. I there's like three main bosses kind of around, and then you know obviously the main, main boss. But each each area in that game definitely has its own distinct like feel. You have one area that's kind of just like in the you know the grasslands and that has its own feel. You have one area that's kind of up in the mountain and that has its own feel. And then you have another area that's completely run over by they call it the uh, the bliss, but it's like the opium fields and stuff. And each area has definitely its own feel so i thought it was really cool and then new dawn is the one that came out like on the same engine like it's like they did with blood dragon for far cry 3 oh
5: god blood dragon was so cool nobody's heard of it but god damn was that game fun
4: that was a lot of fun (laughs) and so new dawn is kind of like that but for far cry 5 so it's the the same area uh i think it takes place after far cry 5 ends uh so it's it's kind of a nice little continuation onto the story a little bit yeah, it's a completely separate you know, protagonist and everything, but it's uh, it's definitely cool. You should give it a shot. Before we talk about Far Cry 6, you should give it a
5: shot. All right, no, I'm sold. I'm sold. If you like it, it's got to be good. I well, respect well, that's his true, opinion. But I respect his <laughs> opinion.
2: Start playing some of the games he recommends. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I, I, I only recommend games. I never talk about games I don't like, so.
2: That's right. That's good. What do you think about that movie? It's pretty good. I'd watch it, you yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Not bad.
4: Well, that that's just a trick like if you don't hear me talk about a game that I probably should, it's probably cuz I don't like it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Far Cry 6, What one thing I like about the Far Crys is that they're like the whole thing is a completely different story. So like you don't have to play 5 if you don't want to, you know, like the whole story is rebuilt for each one. So that's always kind of a nice thing. It seems like this one's going to be revolved around kind of the Caribbean. It's going to be a Caribbean island type of thing. And you're basically kind of the same thing almost where you're trying to overthrow the leader, basically, uh, of the, you know, I think it's the president of whatever island that you're on. But it seems like it's going to have those different sections too, where you're through, you know, through the jungles, you're on the streets, you're kind of all over the place, uh, a lot of different places where you can go. And it's kind of neat that the character that you play is... Male or female, which is kind of nice. So that's that's a and little it's different. Voiced.
3: It's a voice and protagonist.
2: And it's voiced. And the, oh, the voice protagonist? Or, uh, what was the name now? I'm now I'm missing the name. I'm looking for it. Uh, Danny something, isn't
4: it? It's like a kid, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, Danny I Rojas. think the character's
3: name is Danny. Danny Rojas right. is
2: the name of the character, yeah. Yeah.
3: What
2: or Danielle that? Rojas? Oh, it depends. Yeah, Danny, can, Danny, can... <laughs> and I. Can be both, I guess. I guess that's what they're going for. I like that uh, Giancarlo Esposito is playing the bad guy, which yep. is kind of cool. It looks some...
3: it <laughs> looks amazing. Like watching the trailer and then some of the clips of just him, I'm like, it is so close to real. Whether that's in how it is in the game or not, I'm like, wow, that is crazy how detailed that looks. Yeah,
2: and it's still got the same. It seems like it's it's got the same still features with the colors and everything like they like to do in Far Cry. So it's pretty cool. That they're yeah they're not straying. It doesn't seem like they're straying far from their formula that has been working so well. In so the it's last not
5: couple. a far cry from Far Cry. Uh, no, eh. Nailed
2: it. Oh, <laughs> that
3: that should be your review if you don't like it. It is a far cry from Far Cry.
2: <laughs> oh boy! Oh, boy.
3: Straight mark that. Let's not lose it.
2: <laughs> it so, does
4: look fantastic with John Carlo uh, Esposito. It, It just looks amazing. Um, So people who don't know who Giancarlo Esposito is, you definitely know who that is. Uh, You might not know his name,
1: but that (laughs) is,
4: uh, I think, Breaking Bad. uh, What's his name? Gus. Gus Fring from Breaking Bad.
5: Never uh, watched it. uh,
4: Moth uh, Gideon from um,
2: the Mandalorian. Mandalorian.
4: So you definitely know who this is, and he's everybody's favorite bad guy. So (laughs) it just looks like it's going to be awesome.
2: He Was he uh, yeah. in Better Call Saul, too? Yes, yeah. he is in Better I didn't see Call that Saul. One, but... It's a little
3: weird, because he looks a lot older in there. It's okay. like, well, isn't this before? So that part's a little... It throws me off a little. But, see, like, he is a good actor. Like, I haven't seen a lot of stuff he's in. I know I, if I see him, I obviously recognize him. Um, he's in my wife's one of her favorite movies, The Holiday. Check it out, Queen Latifah. Oh,
2: uh,
1: boy.
3: Um, plays a complete different role than this. But... um. He can like makes you feel like the compassionate part. Like he's the bad guy, but like I feel for him. If they do that with this game, like that just takes it to another level for me because it's like feels like I'm watching a movie or a TV show or whatever it might be.
4: Judging by the trailer, it didn't look like he had a lot of redeeming traits.
3: Oh, <laughs> I doubt it. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure d- if you watched the trailer, but he- I did. <laughs> I was okay. like, "Oh, this is something." <laughs>
4: he, he definitely didn't look like he had too many redeeming traits, but that. You know, Far Cry does that. They don't usually make their villains to redeem, right?
2: Yeah. No. I was gonna say that would have been a far no, cry it's... for Far they Cry. Are <laughs> <those villains. laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. They are the villains. Yes. maybe want.
3: maybe they change it up. I don't know.
2: They could. Maybe. They could. I Anyone. highly doubt it. But
5: it's tested formula that works. I've I'm... never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you are wrong. I'm I'm telling you, I don't recognize who this is. I mean, um,
4: have you? Did you watch Breaking Bad? Nope. Oh well. That, that, no. Have you?
5: Did that, you watch The Mandalorian? Uh, nope. Oh well, there you go. That's okay, so he's been in two things, and everybody's no, uh, supposed to know what he's in. All right. <laughs> I just saw The Holiday. Uh, watch The Holiday with Queen Latifah. He's in that. I will not do that.
2: He was in Westworld. Two things that
4: probably ninety. He's in Westworld,
5: right? Okay, 90%. hold on. Who is he in Westworld?
2: He's George? Well, that's vague. no. Sorry, that was Maze Runner. <laughs> El Lazo. El Lazo in Westworld. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was looking at Maze Runner. He was in Maze Runner too, which is where I first recognized him from. <laughs> and he was right, in an we'll episode of the Boys. This. I don't I'm trying don't to remember what is. I'm trying to remember who he was in the boys and I can't i we just re I just rewatched that and I don't even remember him. I don't
5: know. He looks like that guy that sings happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yep, sure.
5: (laughs) That's it. That's awesome.
4: Pharrell Williams?
5: Yes. Yes, he (laughs) looks like Pharrell Williams on his IMDB page. Oh, boy. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I I
2: don't think so.
5: Oh,
4: I love that. That is awesome.
2: Okay, well.
5: All right, we'll move on.
2: Moving on, I guess. it becomes controversial. Pharrell Williams. Nope, nope. I think that's going to be the title (laughs) of the episode now. (laughs) All right.
3: Just put put Giancarlo Esposito and put... Kind of looks like the guy who sings Happy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Giancarlo Esposito is happy. (laughs) (laughs) One other game we wanted to mention. Watch Dogs Legion. I know there's been... Two out there before this. I, I've, I've played a little bit of the second one. I never played the first one, but Drew, why don't you give us a little bit of a breakdown on what you're looking at when it comes to this new one that's that's being released?
4: So, uh, give a quick cap about Watch Dogs in general. It's a really interesting game. It plays a lot with technology and hacking different things, uh, which is kind of a neat take on kind of the open world type of game. Uh, it, it really expands the things that you can do. And I think what's really interesting about Legion that we haven't really seen by many other games is it seems like any NPC could potentially be a playable character. You're supposedly going to be able to switch to any NPC that you find on the street and play as that character instead of, you know, typically there's like one main character and that's all you play as. In this game, it's going to be, you can kind of play as anybody you see on the street. So I want to kind of talk about just like what you guys think about you know, that kind of ability in a game um, and how you see that working. Because I think it's going to be really strange to just be able to watch you're, you're you're so used to kind of adapting to the character of whatever the main character is in a game I think the only other one that's kind of played with this well maybe not the only other one but one big one that I can think of that has played with this is Grand Theft Auto 5 where you have three separate main characters and can kind of seamlessly switch between the three uh, with this one, it's going to be. It sounds like it's going to be wide open, and pretty much anybody you pass on the street, you can. I'm not sure exactly how it's worked, but somehow, switch to be that person as the playable character. So, any of you other guys have looked into this at all or seen it?
3: I all I have seen is uh, the past couple days. I I only played the first one. I didn't really get into it, but I've seen the trip. Uh, um, there's like a video out there of playing as an old woman <laughs> in it. And uh, I watched that and that I started to laugh. Like, it's interesting that I think you just hack them. Like, I don't know how it works. I wasn't really paying attention. But that's my assumption because you hack a lot of stuff in Watch Dogs. So my guess is I bet you could just hack the next person and keep moving on. Um, i not playing it. I don't know a whole lot about the story or anything really with the game i just saw i've been seeing that headline a lot when i'm on reddit or whatever else i'm doing uh, and i got a good chuckle out of it
4: yeah so. i think how i think how it's gonna work sorry Dan, one second i think how it's gonna work is basically how the at least the last game i, I never really played wash dogs one but wash dogs two i really enjoyed and how it works is you kind of are a member of this hacker group called dead and you're recruiting people to be part of dead so I wonder if it's going to be kind of like you have to recruit these people to be part of your group, and then you can play as anybody in your group. I suspect that's what's what, going to happen.
3: Yeah. Did, have you ever played – well, none of you had X- Xbox, but State of Decay uh, is like their like, Xbox is like zombie game, survival game. Um, and I played that a lot, and that was the same thing. Like you start as your one character or a couple characters, and then you can build up your community. And then you could rotate between any of the people that you bring into your community and now you just take over that character. And you didn't need to know a whole lot on the back story. It's just like, oh, this guy's the sheriff. Now you play as him, Um, which I thought was a cool feature because realistically, if you ever killed your main character, play as someone else. Uh, And I'm sure that's how it is. I've just seen I'm looking at snapshots of how it works for watchdogs. Um, And it seems like, yeah,
2: you hack them, you probably recruit them and now you play as them, which is pretty cool. So is it gonna give like is each different NPC gonna have different abilities and things like that? Like, and is it gonna? How is it gonna work with you know? Like you said, you could he end up hacking an old lady, or you could end up, you know, moving slower and have to you know, you know, different. I don't know what's you know different skills and stuff. I guess that that could be brought to the table with that.
4: It, it kind of looks like different people are gonna have different skill sets. Um, so I suspect it's going to be, you know, for certain missions, you're going to be better to be this skill set rather than this skill set. And, um, you know, it's kind of like how, in was it borderland or not borderland? Yeah. Borderlands where you have different skill sets, right. Of, of different people. Yep. Um, I think it's going to be the same thing here where you're kind of, it's almost like classes, right. You're going to pick what class of character works best for, uh, the mission at hand. And then, you know, I expect there's be you know, some variability between, you know, within the class, between the different people. Uh, but it's kind of an interesting take that it, you really don't have one main character. It's just like a whole bunch of characters that you can be any one of them at that you want.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see how that how that happens and how many different groups of skill sets there are, because like. You know, how many different characters are going to be out there, walk around the streets that you can take over that are going to have, you know, X amount of different characteristics between them? Because that's, I mean, that's just strange, I guess. But with the power that we have nowadays of being able to do all these different types of things in video games, I, I wouldn't be surprised how many they could have. But it just does seem very like an interesting idea, I guess. So I was reading the mechanics on how this works and
5: um, kind of how you infect, well, not infect, but, you know, control different people. Uh, and it goes back to this um, Bill Gates 5G Wi-Fi terror thing. And uh, yeah, that's that's the mechanics behind infecting people and hacking their brains. Yep. <laughs> I should have cut you off. I shouldn't even <laughs> let you talk.
3: Here I was just like, I'm not going to cut them off. Let him talk. And this
5: is here we go.
3: 5G towers. Bill Gates, 5G? Talks, put that chip in your
5: brain. It's that coronavirus, baby. <laughs> uh, stock up on tinfoil or
4: aluminum foil. You're going to need it for your hat.
5: No, that that's the toilet paper. Oh, yeah. that's
3: right. <laughs> toilet I, paper I was going to add something uh, related to the game, but it's the old lady. Um, is that she has a lot of quips, apparently. Like, I'm just reading about it because now I'm interested and I kind of want to play and see how this works. <laughs> Um, but like, it's like the comments, like her behavior doesn't quite make sense. She can't run, but yet she can climb structures and swim. And then it's like, it's, <laughs> and it's like uh, when you find her, if you try, when you try to give her a burner phone, she's insulted thinking uh, she prefers a flip phone because of her age. And then uh, she wags her finger at disrespectful young folks <laughs> or how she'd like to feed ducks. And I'm like, I would love to play this. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay, Boomer.
3: Okay, Boomer. Yeah, I want to play as the Boomer, okay? It sounds like It sounds like I'll get along with this person.
2: after five minutes, she forgets what mission she's on.
3: She sits down, beats the birds,
2: takes a got to stop for knitting. Session, yeah, you know, got go to go say hi to her bridge. grandson, write a check for five dollars for his birthday card.
4: <laughs> I love this one screenshot of her though, tasing this guy. Like, yeah, I know. Car. That's
3: awesome. <laughs> <sighs> oh. oh, yeah, I might want to play this just for this, just to play as her. That's I don't still... care about the rest of the characters. I just want to be <laughs> the old lady.
4: You know, it, what's what? I think the most interesting part about the Ubisoft forward that. Is how quickly a lot of these games are coming out. You know, this game's coming out October 29th. You know, this year, I think Far Cry was early next year. Yeah, February next year.
2: Yeah.
4: So, you know, that's really not all that far away in the grand scheme of things. That's
2: Ubisoft. Yeah. Nice. That's that's nicer than you getting a teaser trailer and then three years later you're still wondering when it's going to be released. So, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yes. That one's the worst. That's a whole
5: topic on itself. Yeah, no, we'll have to get into Cyberpunk someday.
3: <laughs> I'll play it. I'm definitely
5: going to play it, but just delayed. You delay. can hey. customize your genitals. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. That's <laughs> what I need in a video game.
3: It's
4: a boat
2: They time. had
3: Keanu Reeves on stage. How cool is <laughs> <was> that? <laughs>
2: <That's> uh, a... <laughs> just be excellent to each other. That's all. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk a little Marvel Avengers. We'll move away from that. <laughs> uh, have you guys seen anything so far? I, I just read a whole big article on this this Marvel Avengers game that's coming out, and it looks really fucking awesome. It looks like it's some kind of combination of what they've been doing with the Destiny series yep. and potentially... Um, uh, Jesus, I'm gonna forget the name. I'm um, the worst. Um, yeah, you know that other I'll one. I'll give you a chance. Just that just other bear- one.
5: Think about it.
2: You know, you Find know it. that one. We can cut Diablo. We call it Diablo. That kind of game where it's uh, a, <laughs> you know, there's like a lot of lot of random missions and you know, but a lot of loot pickups. Like it, it seems like there's missions to play, but it's gonna be almost a loot kind of pickup game, which is really interesting. In yep. the Marvel series, you know, I, I it's been, Jesus, how long since we really had a good Marvel game or a superhero game other than Spider-Man. You know, I, I think uh, anyway, we're going to go around the room because I don't know if you guys are all loot kind of shooters like the Diablo series, like those kind of series. Adam?
3: Uh, yes, I am. So when I saw it, it's kind of linked to Destiny, and I'll backtrack, I said... I saw when this was leaked in 2017, and I've been excited since 2017. And then they did an official like trailer in 2019 E3, I think. Uh, Square Enix, I imagine, is how it said the uh, whatever they are developer, publisher, yeah. whatever. Um, they so I've been really excited for this game, and then seeing like I could play by myself, I could play with up to four friend or three friends, and we could play as an Avengers team. And you can play as all these characters. Uh, No love to uh, Hawkeye, but you can play at the rest of the (laughs) Avengers. And uh, so I've been really excited looking forward to this. And when I saw there's, like, kind of loot involved where it's, like, you can get really cool stuff for your suit that makes it different than others, like, that is Destiny. And I am one of those people that's, uh, like, I was obsessed. I played a lot of hours in Destiny and Destiny 2 And you're doing the same thing over and over, but it's all about can I get better loot, which is Borderlands 2, but um, a little bit more extreme with Destiny. And
2: I cannot wait to play this game. Sean, are you just as excited? Are you excited as as Adam is for this? Just.
5: (laughs) Uh, I never got into Destiny, and he's kind of right about the parallels and the way it, it seems laid out, so I might be out on it just from first glances but i mean it it looks like it could be fun but again that's not i don't know that's not my style of video game to play i never got into any of the the fortnites or the apexes or the destinies so <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> You're
2: not much of a look guy
5: i'm yeah. curious about it
2: <laughs> yeah it looks no r- definitely not it looks really cool <laughs> you know I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way I you know the the loot kind of games and stuff like that aren't necessarily always the things I love I, I prefer a kind of a more linear game where you just this is where you're going and you upgrade your guy as you go but this one definitely intrigues me because I'm a huge fan of you know Marvel Comics and the MCU and the DCU as well and not being, not having a lot of these games available are always interesting to me. So, I'm, I'm definitely excited anytime I see some new information. And Square is definitely one of my my favorite companies for games that that play. Cause, no, no, not a fan, Sean.
5: No, hated Final Fantasy, all no. of them, every time. So no. yeah, uh, that explains my bias.
2: Nope, I understand that. The Final Fantasies, I was not a fan of, but like Secret of Mana um and some of the other games like that where it's they're not turn based RPGs they're, they're real time oh, okay. RPGs i'm a big fan a lot of big fan of those um i think they did um i'm probably getting this wrong but i think they did uh you know what this is a bad day for me i'm just going to move on um, <sighs> got, they've done a got, lot of games of sound that I clip, like right? you got some sound clip for that <laughs> Yeah, okay, I will say bad the one game I come up with game names right now. <laughs> I don't know what's now, wrong. Now the with one these. game
5: they made that I do like is Metal <laughs> Gear Solid, but that was about it. Oh uh, yeah, sure, sure. But that was Hideo Kojima, and they don't have him anymore, so now I don't care. <laughs>
2: That's understandable. Yeah,
5: I'm. I don't know what game you're talking about.
2: Tomb
3: Raider 2013, maybe yeah. that you're talking about. Tomb Raider, about?
2: Tomb Raider is huge. I love Tomb Raider. Yeah, they did that one. Didn't? Didn't play it. Oh, got to play that one. That one's a good one. I'm missing Two-meter out on a series. bunch of
5: stuff, but I was in grad school at the time, so I had no money to play these things.
2: Ah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Secret of Mana. I don't know. What Just else they Cause. Back. They did Just Cause four. Did they do the three? Four. I don't I know if they did i I'm
3: trying to quick look. I'm trying to be a good teammate here for four you. Four was but not as nothing. good.
2: Four was definitely well, here not I've as got... good. I...
3: I was going to mark that filler. Uh, game Boy Advance that. Edition. That's probably what I'm oh. thinking of. Oh, that's, the, it yeah, that's the one. You
2: got it. <laughs> Found that's, it. That's the one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Glad we spent so much time on it. We're not even going to try. I'm not even trying. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, uh, awesome. So, <laughs> Drew, you got any thoughts on, him? on this Marvel Avengers game that's coming out? <laughs> save my, uh, Save me. <laughs> that's,
1: yeah, no. no
4: I, uh, so I think a lot of these types of games have just gone past me for some reason. I never got into Destiny. Never really got into Diablo. Uh, a lot of these loot style games I haven't really given a chance to. So, and I don't know if that's for any specific reason, other than there's probably just never been titles I was super interested in. Uh, but the fact that they're bringing Marvel uh, into the into it that makes me a little more interested. Um. You know, and maybe the other issue is maybe some of these games. That, correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe not a lot of them come to PC. Do more of them stick on the consoles? Um, it
3: problem. depends. I would say like Destiny and stuff started on consoles, and then it eventually made its way to PC, which looks way better. But that's most yeah, things
2: with PC. Problem with um, the, was, problem with a lot of those. Well, I mean, Diablo is is starts off in the, at the PC level, and and I think it's ported yeah. finally to the games. But like the Destiny series and all that, I think generally those ones started and since they're not released at, on pc at the same time you know they come out come out later i just yeah. forget about them you know and i, I don't yeah. play it i'm not playing them
4: i think that's part of my problem right is because i haven't really got been into consoles very much but i think you know with this one i see it's released a, it's going to be released on all everything playstation 4 xbox one playstation 5 xbox x you know windows pc so i think uh it might be interested in picking it up and just giving it a shot or maybe more than that I'd be interested in you guys picking it up and giving it a shot and then giving us a review and then I can make my decision (laughs) but it uh, it looks pretty awesome and you know being able to play as these characters that you know we followed along through the well me the movies you guys the comics and then the movies uh, I think it'd be pretty cool
2: Adam do you see I know there's, a, there's they're saying, from what I'm reading, that there's six players that are going to be available at launch. I assume there's going to be a lot more. I don't know if you've seen anything in the stuff you've been following uh, other than these six that they, they mentioned here. They mentioned Black Widow, Captain America, yep. which was interesting because the story, I thought, talked about Captain America dying. Did spoiler! I not, spoiler! Did I not read that? Just that kidding. was supposed he to be the story? <laughs> but you could still play as them. So, uh, you know, whatever. Fine. Uh, that's <laughs> The Hulk, Iron Man, Miss Marvel, and Thor. And Miss Marvel is actually what's funny is that's the Kamala Khan version of Miss Marvel, not yep. um, the one you see in the movies. So, also I was another wondering thing to mind.
4: Because I saw Miss Marvel and I figured it was a, it was a, comic, it was a comic thing. But like why why is it not Captain Marvel?
2: Well, because um. in the comics, like Captain Marvel is a bunch of different people, really, and, and like the whole there's. I think we'll see that in the next Captain Marvel movie that there's, this is, this was the first like Miss Marvel, but then there's, there's another Captain Marvel who is actually, I think there was a male character, Captain Marvel. That ends up being, um, the one from the movies, Carol Danvers becomes Captain Marvel. And then there's the Kamala Khan version, which is also a Miss Marvel. So there, there's a couple of them out there. Um, they all have,
3: yeah, similar names. Um, not necessarily similar, uh, powers or anything but yeah i think that's to me like i am not in the comic books like you are i i'm a google it find info and be like oh that's what they might do in the movie um i didn't really get introduced to it until the movies with iron man and to me it's like find a character that's a little bit different that fits the story and based on the story i think she starts as like your main character with bringing the band back together essentially um yeah. without you know getting into the full game but when i first saw trailers i didn't even realize she was also a character i thought you know i think they do a big de- job featuring let's show you iron man captain america hulk and uh i so i didn't realize you could play as more than that um like i joke though they don't have hawkeye in there otherwise they got the rest from the original avengers yeah. movie
2: um, uh i assume i assume he's got to be coming in there i mean you know you gotta have the, aqua, hey, you wanna, you gotta have you the Aquaman the of the side? Marvel universe. Right. You want to hang out on the side and shoot bows, bow and arrows. That'll <laughs> be fun that. in
3: a superhero game.
4: Hey. Get that Hawkeye
2: TLC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that uh, you know, in like the Lord of the Rings games and stuff like that, playing as the archer or as Legolas is always you know. I like playing as as the archer, so you know why not? Everybody
5: likes a good stealth archer. Everybody likes a good stealth archer. Yeah.
2: See, Hawkeye has some meaning. <laughs> He has a purpose, yeah. god damn it.
5: Uh, he if
3: without him, Avengers two, the story ends there, okay? He brings the whole team together or
2: whatever. Right. Or they make a big deal about storyline. Well uh, you know, he got had the mohawk. safe house. That's all he needed. What did he have?
5: <laughs> a mohawk. That's in the <laughs> that made him uh, badass. That's the last one.
3: They made him a badass with the Mohawk ish. <laughs> mohawk ish. I don't know if it's Mohawk. They shaved when him. he's when he's Ronin or whatever his <laughs> name is. Ronin? He's not Ronin. What are you talking about? What the hell's his name? Who does he become in the in uh, Endgame? When Rigoron. they find him, in, they find him in Japan, and he's just killing uh, gang members. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen oh. the movie, but oh. that's
2: your fault. Uh, I don't know. I don't think what? it was Ronan. I'm telling you, it's Ronan. <laughs> Ronin was the Hold bad on. guy from Guardians.
3: Fact checked. <laughs> I'm doing a fact check. Oh,
2: here we go. Get on the Googles.
3: I'm getting on the Googles. Ronan sure. Hawkeye, first thing you see. Ronan,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't remember that name.
3: All right. Clint becomes Ronan uh, when he goes full crazy, which means he just kills more people. So real crazy. Interesting. Um, but, so I don't know if you guys checked out the like Avengers like official website, um, but if you like scroll to the bottom and you just kind of see some of the trailers and news, the social media picture. I want that. It's Hulk dressed in like 1940s. Uh, Gangster outfit looking like Al Capone. So, like right, like, like Hulk
2: Hulk Assault. or Bruce Banner? Hulk, asshole. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, if it's just Mark Ruffalo dressed in, you know, gangster gear, come on. <laughs> Which,
3: that, you know, that's a good point is that these don't actually look like any of the movie characters. Um, I'm sure, obviously, because yeah. right. it's likeness, I think. But, like, that does throw me off a little bit because I've been for how many years now used to seeing um those actors play these characters right so it does like the iron man game it definitely throws me off
2: yeah that's definitely gonna be weird they they seem to try a little bit to make them similar but then obviously not gonna be the same so that's that's very interesting and it's yeah it's definitely gonna be weird i i'm kind of worried about that with the new movies and stuff like that too and you know, guys aren't going to be playing the same characters, or if they try and reboot anything, it's just going to be so weird to not have yep. these guys play their normal characters. I guess that's what you you're have so used to, to
3: if you're not bringing them back, you have to kind of just let them retire off, or however you do it in the movies, yeah. and move on because it's it would be weird. Um, I'm sure they're planting seeds and storylines for what to do ten years from now, but probably that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, for not okay. a video game podcast.
2: Yeah, we can always divert, you know, it's not a big deal, I don't mind. But, again, that is for another episode, because we've still got more things to talk about. But first, got to pay some sponsors and give love to TheChairShot.com. So we'll be right back after this commercial message.
0: Now a word from my
3: god!
1: always use your head
2: well let's talk about some crappy things that are going on here and you know the xbox series x the ps5 they want to increase our games now they want to increase our prices 10 bucks an extra extra 10 bucks a game all right guys how you guys feeling about this
5: so back when I had the PS2 new games were 49.99 so 5411 every time I bought a video game on the dot every time went up to 60 bucks for the next gen and it's going to go up again so I I don't have any qualms about it I mean that's just kind of the nature of things with inflation and I don't know whatever economists talk about it makes sense
2: <laughs> So when was that when was the PS1 that was 40 bucks or uh,
5: PS2 uh, was oh shit, PS2 it was, was out 50 for bucks? like 10 years.: Yeah, it was 49.99 for every game, so I ended up taking 5411 to GameStop.
2: and I would sit nice with the taxi <laughs> you know, figure it out.
5: You could have used trade-ins. you could have saved the 11 cents? <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, could would have to take a truckload of games to, to get a few <laughs> bucks off? Shipping costs were not efficient.
2: So that was PS2 was in 2000. So we've been going yeah. basically twenty years. Well well I don't so that was fifty bucks. When did it become sixty bucks? PS three.
3: Roughly PS3, every yeah. ten years. Roughly. It's not exact, but it's 15, roughly
2: probably yeah. PS three was two thousand six, so that was six years. Oh jeez. I thought it I was that was say... Blu
5: ray but that was Blu ray technology. It, it was, was new and innovative.
2: But I would say since this is four K Well hey, well, let's unfair. talk there about you go. T- Let's get even worse. I'm pretty sure. Twenty
5: bucks on it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that when the Nintendo Entertainment System came out, games were fifty bucks. Really? I want to say they were. I I can't. Back in like eighties dollars. Back in eighty six. Back in eighties dollars. I
5: wasn't alive then, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I was not alive either.
2: Yeah. Tell us
3: about
5: those second. days.
2: Yeah. How were those Ooh, days? We used, up, we, used <laughs> we used to how walk up. We used to walk. We used to walk in it the it snow uphill both and ways <laughs> to school. There was no days oh, off.
5: How did, off. The whole how did stoplights work without home. color? <laughs> 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 well,
2: there was only one light. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> it was either it was either and on and you stop, or it was off and you're good to go.
3: That was called the sun because they didn't have electricity yet. You
2: had to, you had to crank start your car.
3: That <laughs> was awesome.
2: Your automobile. What do you mean? I thought
5: it was horses.
2: <laughs> you cranked the buggies. They called <laughs> them buggies.
5: Be respectful.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Buggies. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I'm looking. I'm trying to look up prices. I should have looked them up before, but I'm pretty sure they were. I want to say they were 50 bucks. Maybe they were 40 bucks. But they were still pretty expensive at that time, and that was twenty years. So, you know, what like fifteen years at forty bucks, six years at fifty yeah, bucks, fourteen years buy, at like acres of land. Sixty bucks. We had acres. I could have bought all Louisiana forty <laughs> I could have bought Louisiana for for a dollar. <laughs> um, so. You know, I, I'm not surprised, obviously, that this is happening, but I, I, I'm sure people will be outraged because prices are going up. And what's what I thought was also going to be weird is most of these games, you know, when it, it talks about more of the probably the the more high AAA games, like the sports games and you know your Halos and all those kind of ones are going to be the ones that are going to be sixty. Maybe some will still say stay at fifty bucks or sixty bucks, but. A lot of those bigger name games are going to be seventy, and I imagine, you know, it's only a matter of time before the rest of them are all at just seventy bucks. But games like NBA Two K and and Madden or anything like that, where they have the special editions and everything, where you know people are already spending a hundred bucks for that game anyway, or one hundred twenty bucks for those games. So how I don't know how pissed people are going to end up being with this. Rolls my that's... mind.
4: That was the exact thing I was going to bring up that you hit the nail on the head there. It's like, I think the people, the reason that people are upset about this is that not that the game price is going up, it's that the game prices have already been going up through those special editions and ultimate editions and everything, right? You get that, that $50 base game that was $50 you know, last week or right now, It's it sometimes didn't feel like the full game because you had to spend the extra money to get a season pass or to get uh, you know, upgraded, whatever, right? So you were already spending 80 or or $100 on those special editions. Now it just feels like that base price is going up, and it's like we're already spending so much more for these games to get really what we feel like should be the full game. It's already going up, and it feels like it's just going up even further. Uh, I think that's what most people are pretty upset about with
2: this. So yeah, in, I, in 1990... I'm... The average cost of an NES game was fifty bucks. Just, to, just as a reference. <laughs> is,
1: that, is that adjusted
2: for inflation, or is that what? They adjusted were? for inflation in t- two thousand thirteen, it would have been eighty nine dollars. Wow! Wow! So, we're doing geez, better. See, we're already <laughs> we're ahead great. of the game. Can't complain now. Jeez. So shut it, millennials. I
3: was, was going to add.
2: <laughs> <laughs> boomers, shut <laughs> it, boomers. Okay, boomer. <laughs> I just wanted to play that again. <laughs> Take your mute off. That yeah. might help.
3: No, I was saying I couldn't hear you. Figure out the problem. I was like, is he Is he talking? I can't tell. But his mouth's going. <laughs> you would have had me going. Yeah. I would have I been like Sean oh. last week. But like, oh, what would you do? You're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, hey, guys.
2: Hey, we're there. And we're live.
3: <laughs> I, so to add to what Drew was saying... What makes it even weirder now with the pricing is that it's right at the spot where it's like, these games are coming out, do I buy it now or do I wait till the next console? And the thing that sticks out to me with 2K21, if you want to play it on both, you have to spend at least $100. Because the only way you can get it for PS4 and PS5 using that, because that's what I have, I'd have to buy the Mamba Edition so that I could play it now and later Um, A lot of games are giving you a free upgrade, which is really nice. Um, This is one of them that is not.
4: Well, and I think the interesting part about this 2K one is the fact that they're saying it's not a port
3: for
2: the
4: PS5. Mm -hmm. It's a completely ground-up rebuild of the game, which I think you'll probably see that those games that are giving you those free upgrades, it's because they're not really doing anything to make it work on the PS5. It's just a port up to the PS5. So I can see the fact that this would, you know, I'm glad that they're actually giving you a deal to be able to get both, like not making you buy two separate games, because it kind of sounds like from a you know technical standpoint they are two separate games.
3: Yeah, you're essentially paying a, if you do that uh, hundred dollar version, the Mamba edition, you're essentially paying fifty bucks a game. It doesn't yeah. work out quite like that, but if you put it in that terms, you're getting a deal. at that point yeah i I was good yeah most games like i picked up like grand theft auto it's technically a port but it's not it's like a backwards compatible you're going to be playing the ps4 version through your ps5 um i'm curious to see what they'll do with avengers because that's supposed to get uh, the free upgrade to ps5 so i don't know i'm sure it's going to be different or you're playing the p you're playing the ps4 version on ps5 um Cyberpunk, same thing. A handful of games, I'm like, do I buy it now or do I just wait? And uh, that's a really hard decision to make. Well,
4: I mean, I can tell you what my feeling my on any of these games that come out is I always wait. Like, I've gotten burnt too many times on pre-order, right? You pre-order a game, you buy something early because you're really excited about it. I think the last one I did, this one, was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. And it was just bad. It was just bad. Like, I've heard that they've gotten better, they fixed a lot of the issues, and I tried to go back and replay it. No. Uh, so, it's just, you get burnt on these pre-orders, where you almost yep. have to literally just wait a week or two. And, like, okay, yeah, you're not going to get the pre-order bonus, you're not going to get this or that. But you know what? Just wait two weeks, and mm-hmm. if you actually even want to buy that thing at all. So,
3: I Well, guess, yeah, exactly. And if you wait, you're gonna get in the holiday season time where, when this ever finally releases, you're probably getting better deals on games. I don't know for sure. Like that's just a guess. Maybe not. Um, but yeah, I used to do what you're saying with game. Do that with uh, GameStop, where if you wait two weeks, you're gonna get a used version for five dollars cheaper, and then you link it up with the buy two get one free. You're robbing the place. I'm telling you. <laughs>
5: I guess my my only complaint against the price going up is that they've already found a way to monetize off of their pre-existing, you know, wh- whatever the hell the term is, their properties. So Grand Theft Auto came out on PS3, and then they re-released it for PS4, and then GTA Online with all of the game... Game Shark... Shark cards? Shark, shark cards.
1: cards!
3: Ding, 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 and that's so, one of those keywords.
5: Yeah, so it's kind <laughs> of a... Like, they can make a ton of money other ways, but there are some companies that want to release a fully finished, non, you know, like you have to buy things to finish the story, like Cyberpunk. Like, CD Projekt Red is really good about releasing a full fledged game. And they do have DLC, but they don't have, hey, pay us for this, hey, pay us for that, hey, if you want to get access to this, pay us for this. So, if if they want to raise their price, I'm fine with that. But if it's somebody like Rockstar, Ubisoft, uh, EA, fuck them. Like, they make a ton of money off of things that aren't little pieces of plastics or downloads of their video game. So... That that's kind of where I have that draw off is if you give me a complete game, I don't mind. But if you're going to sit there and nickel and dime me for everything, you know you can go you can go get fucked. That that that's kind of how I feel about that.
2: Boom. Um, I I can't top that, so I'm good. Everybody else, go. John's <laughs> done. I finally point. <laughs> it's been a good <laughs> run, boys. I'm going to retire. <laughs> Play them off. Play them high off. Point. Wait, 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 I got your playoff music here. You go. There you go. See you later. I tell you, no respect, no <laughs> respect. I
4: tell
3: you. Hey, I get that. I get that reference. You got that
2: one. You <laughs> no got one. Who is it?
3: What? A, what a terrible hat! Oh, it looks good on you though. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying. I'm trying to Google someone's wrong name so that they think I don't know it. Thurston Mellon,
2: Thurston, Thurston. It, it comes Mellon. with
3: a
5: bowl of soup. It comes
2: with a free bowl of soup.
4: <laughs> it looks good on you, though. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All
2: right, before he gets lost in Google. Yeah. We got one more topic. Oh, he's there. He's there. <laughs> he's got that thousand yards, dude. All right, that sound means we're almost out of time. Let's talk <laughs> last topic. Uh, we need to make this a video podcast, seriously. When the drugs hit, man. He yeah. <laughs> finish margarita off that bottle of margarita. <laughs> it's just
3: mix. It's just sugar.
2: <laughs> I can tell. He's ready to go. <laughs> uh, so, we talked about price increases for new video games. But, Sean, how much would you pay for a nostalgia piece of an old video game? I'm talking... Super Mario Brothers mint condition in the box at auction. What would you pay?
5: Is it one of those gold cartridges that I hear so much about?
2: No, nope. That's only Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Has oh, gold okay. Cartridge.
5: See, that's how much I know
2: about Nintendo. <laughs> this is uh, Super <laughs> Mario Brothers released in 1985. Unopened copy. Sold at auction. Hey, at Dallas Heritage Auctions. Oh yeah, I right was there. Your, right in your hometown. You should obviously know. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. You should know exactly Big what story. it's for. Big deal. Would you pay what do you what do you think thirty thousand dollars? Would you pay something like thirty thousand dollars just to have this video game sitting in your collection? You know, That's talking crazy. about this economy because everybody has so much money right now.
5: If I was nuts and I wanted to make the entirety of the video game industry jealous, I'm dropping no more than ninety k. 1x. Uh, I'm going to go uh, uh.
2: 150 well You overbid on that, that one. Is that a
5: thumbs down? Yeah. Or... Price is yeah. right rules, well, I'm trying to make people jealous. I'll... Yeah. $1. $1. <laughs> I'll
2: take the physical challenge. It's fine.
5: I'll take it and I'll open it up right in front of everybody. Yes. <laughs> no oh more
2: I just rip <laughs> the <man>. console apart. <sighs>
5: Holy shit! Would that be something? It'd be the ultimate unboxing. Come on! That's
2: the way you got to do it. It's like the uh, the last can of sardines in Futurama.
5: No, that was a tragedy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was wondering if anybody was going to get that.
5: Oh, he just wants to eat it. Oh, it's fine. Just, yeah. Oh, can Jesus. Have
2: it. <laughs> so, as we mentioned, an unopened copy of Super Mario Brothers sold at auction. For one hundred and fourteen yeah, thousand dollars. Is, is it? Is it even the dual disc with Duck no. Hunt, or is it just? It's just Super Mario Brothers. Just That's why it's rare. Super Mario Brothers, not the dual, yeah. no Duck Hunt. That's it.
5: Yeah, my girlfriend's not even worth that much
2: <laughs> shit. Oh, geez, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. Oh, cutting. we gotta cut. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, say out of that. Good thing she wasn't walking by when you said that one.
5: <laughs> Has she been walking by this whole time? Oh yeah. God well, it. damn it.
2: At least, just, at least twice. her head. God just
5: fucking. Like, I can't guy. believe this guy.
2: This piece I'm of shit.
4: I'm looking for someone new on Tinder tonight.
1: <laughs> uh, she'd be on grinder. <laughs> <laughs> it
4: says more about you than her, I think.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. Bumble.
5: I we'll settle on Bumble. <laughs>
2: Is that still around? I don't know. I'm sure all they're right, all still
5: around. I feel like that's out. pretty neutral. Maybe
2: they're probably all making a big comeback <laughs> with the COVID ah, going on. Yeah. You know, good yeah. on comeback. Yeah. Oh. All right, move on. Move oh, on. Oh God. <laughs> Have you been drinking the margarita?
5: <laughs> I've been drinking this here Belgian Trappel.
2: Oh, I would it's recommend not
5: a
3: belgian triple you're having a belgian triple good job it
2: sounds that,
5: fancier with triple that sounds
2: dirty a belgian tripel. triple thanks Thank i knew a tarjay oh. Tar-Jay. <laughs> tarjay so anybody you guys you guys want to pay that much Are you interested in uh hundred fourteen thousand dollars for an unopened game that you're just gonna set on your shelf I mean, I my dad's a ridiculous collector, but I—he's I, I, not going to spend 114. I shouldn't say that. He might spend 114,000.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, you've got a buyer if you ever get it.
2: <laughs> well, if it was an unopened, you know, Yoda or Princess Leia something, he might. But, yeah, I, I, just absurd. It's an absurd amount of money. So, it looks like it's an especially rare version. Yes. Yeah. Just the way the box was uh, had some kind of weird tab or something on it. So yeah, I, they I, did mention that. Yeah, that was it. Was one of those that they did after they started shrink wrapping the games rather than just putting a sticker on it or something. So that's why they could tell the difference between when it was actually produced.
4: So I, I'm not trying to justify the price by any means, but it sounds like you know. First of all, it's just more Super Mario Bros. As you said, it's not duck hunting. So it's especially rare for that on uh, its own, but then also to have you know the special packaging and the unopened and everything like it's uh, you know if any game is going to beat the world record for the most amount paid in an auction for a video game, it might as well be one of the most iconic
2: video games of all time. So. Well, and it beat itself. <laughs> yeah, it you know beat what I mean. What it yeah. yeah, the last one was a, a different copy of it, you know, that didn't have that that plastic uh, or that cardboard little tab, okay. but that sold for $100,000. 100150 I should be specific, because $150 is still a lot of fucking money for a stupid video game.
5: That you're not going to open or play no. or give a shit about, well, <laughs> other than bragging rights.
2: And who... Okay, I'm sure, whatever. It's probably a collector or somebody that had it, but who the fuck bought this game and never opened it and never played it?
5: <laughs> I, I know asked who. my friends around Dallas. I know Yeah,
2: somebody, You know who? It
3: was...
5: It
2: was Billy Mitchell. <laughs> oh fucking Billy Mitchell man. That's
3: him again.
2: Probably did. Well, yeah, because he couldn't. Well, he couldn't mod his Nintendo to cheat. Or what. <laughs> <laughs> Screw this. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, you know, I saw this and was just, you know, it was just the other day that it that it got sold, and it's just absurd to think that a video game could sell for, like almost anything could sell for this kind of money, you know, and it just. It, It leaves you to think of anything you buy that's collector's things that, you know, I have back here. I have a good handful of collector stuff or wrestling figures that I'll buy. I don't want to leave them in the package. I want to open them up and have them out there for display. Like, you know, if you ever, would you ever buy something like this thinking, hey, in 40 years, it could be worth $115,000 would you, would you do it? Would you, would you do it? Would you hold on to it? Unopened it?
4: I don't know. I have I have a lot of baseball and hockey cards hanging out that uh, I've never opened and are just sitting in a case. And it's like, I think I got to a certain point as a kid where I, you know, I wasn't necessarily a collector, but you'd get them as gifts every now and again. Uh, for you
2: young folk, this is back in the 90s. Oh boy. That was,
1: uh, okay, was Boomer. Awesome.
2: Yeah, I know. Thank you. So the, uh, you'd walk up to the policeman that, and he'd give you a baseball card. Yeah. I remember those That's days. That's right. Yeah.
3: would hey, take your fingerprint and, and he'd give and you, you a police card. You'd say, gee,
4: thanks, sir. And then you'd walk <laughs> away. No, it's, it's. So I still have them. I there, I found no reason to throw them away. I kind of have them just wrapped up sitting in the basement because, whatever. You know, someday, maybe it might be worth something. I, I highly doubt it, but, you know, you never know. So I, you know, I don't know who the person was that owned this, but I could see. You know, potentially being coming across something, being like, Oh, I already have the second copy or the other copy. The other copy has uh, Duck Hunt on it, right? So I can play that one. Might as well keep this one just hanging around. And it just so happens this one, you know, this guy won the lottery. And uh, it just so happens it's like the highest rated version of you know, the mintest of conditions it can be in. So, I mean, I could see it. I could see it happening for sure.
1: Sean?
5: Oh yeah, I was going to say, I think probably the only card that I would, or the only item that I would actually spend that money on for bragging rights would be something like the Black Lotus card from Magic the Gathering, Oh boy! because it's something that I love playing, it's something that I really enjoy, and I guess if this is something that guy really likes, you know, and he wants to spend $114,000 on it, I can't really fault him for it. Because if I had an extra ten grand, I would buy a Black Lotus card just to have it. I mean, it's not only is it really cool looking, but it's stupidly overpowered, and I could definitely use that in one of my decks. But yeah, I mean, if if you have a passion for it, I, gu- I guess, like I said, if you have the money, I can't fault him for it. But for me, hundred and fourteen thousand dollars is like life-changing money, so I. Wouldn't sink that into something. Even if I had one hundred and fourteen thousand, I wouldn't buy a Black Lotus. But I mean, if 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 you've got a passion and you love it, why not? It's his money. If he wants to set records, go for it.
2: This is this is making people want to be hoarders. Adam, are you ever going to get rid of anything ever again? I just I'd not stop. I'd hang on to everything. No,
3: I yeah I like I. You know what I'm more curious about? How much did the Person who sold it how much did they pay for it like i wonder if it was there like they had it this entire time or if they had bought it before for some probably crazy amount of money as well um but yeah i always think about that when i'm like uh i get i collect bobbleheads so that's like my thing and i will justify prices on those that i should not be justifying for some of those rare bobbleheads and uh and I'm always like, it's kind of like with your dad with Legos, where it's like, oh, if I could get two of those bobbleheads, I could always sell the second one because I'm not selling the first one. Um, but it is a, th- a thing a lot of people do. Like, try, get the two Legos, get the two sets, and keep the one in the box and don't open it because it will have value one day. If not is that already. A like Beanie
5: Babies? Because that worked out real well. That was a, th- yeah, Beanie Babies.
2: <laughs> was huge. Yeah. If you held on to it too long, that was it. Hey, they'll come back around. They'll come back around.
1: You know, <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> It's currency. It's currency. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure my parents still have a couple of boxes, Rubbermaid boxes full of Beanie Babies oh, so still in there. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Because they just, they, they must be cleaning house because, uh, <laughs> talking about collectibles, they just, I went over to their place this weekend to pick up a couple things. And, of course, they, you know, said, here, take this box of crap. And it was my old collection of micro-machines. So, I've got those down here now, too. So, it's just collections of... It's like Hot Wheels, but small Hot Wheels micro-machines. That's what they were. (laughs) I'm Googling it now.
1: What the fuck is a
2: micro-machine?
1: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Okay, boomer. Yeah, there you go. I don't
3: know. I think that goes the other way. Micro-machines
4: are pretty old.
2: Yeah, they are pretty old. But I've got a... Yeah, I got a box full of them now down here, so I got to find a place to put those. So, like, the storage area is just getting full of all this crap, and I don't want to get rid of it because who knows? One day, maybe it'll be worth something. So, like, yeah. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a storage unit. Well, especially when you know <laughs> yep. I take my dad's I, collection because
4: I I don't think it turns into hoarding when you're like, oh, this used uh, plastic fork. Who you knows? Someday somebody might want it. You I know? Yeah, like, I think that's. You know, I think you get got a long way between, you know, keeping some mint condition, you know, second version of something you already own uh, and hoarding. I think there's there's a big gap there that you sure. have to cross. So, yeah. yeah.
3: Watch that TV show and you'll see the difference. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well,
5: some crazy shit there. <laughs> Literally. Did you read about the, uh, the guy that I think he was 97 years old from New Jersey and he had like one of the greatest baseball card collections of all time sitting in his attic. Like, that kind of shit. Eventually it pays off, but it's more for his kids than it was for him. But he's got, like, (laughs) Babe Ruth signed cards, Hank Aaron cards, like, all super mint condition, and he had just been building up this incredible collection his entire life. Like, eight of the same card, all autographed kind of thing. And left it behind for his kids, and yeah, he was 97, I think one of the Babe Ruths went for $143,000, and he had multiple copies of it, so, that's like, yeah, he actually knew what he was getting himself into, (laughs) because he had just a bunch of rookie cards of all of the greats, and they were autographed, I was like, how the hell did you get your hand on that in the first place? Is, is that the guy that had them, like,
3: all up on the wall in, like, the cool glass cases? I don't know if you if you saw, like, pictures of it. I'm no. trying to think if that's the guy. It was, like, valued at, like, 500 or not 500 like, $5 million
5: or something. That may have selection. been him. It was yeah. a couple of months ago that the story actually, or two, three, four, I don't know. COVID time goes faster, but <laughs> it was within the last six months, and, yeah, they, they discovered just... Sure. The greatest collection of baseball cards ever in this guy's attic after he died. I feel
2: like, wonder if that's what I saw. I'm wondering, you know, I feel like these collections and the the cost, you know, the stuff that you can get on these at auction prices are, you know, what's what's the thing in the 90s and 2000s that are going to be that that item or that thing that you're going to collect? I, I just don't feel like it's there at all. You know, like, you don't have those Babe Ruths and all that, that, you know, there's there's iconic names in sports and things like that, but the baseball cards just don't seem to be there. I, I just don't know what that thing is going to be that I could hold on to that I would make that money off of. It's,
4: uh,
3: it's
2: bobbleheads. Adam has the right idea. There heads. you go. Uh, yeah, not that much money.
5: I... Oh, the bottom fell out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Well, I'm hoping, you know, Funko Pops, I got some wrestling figures, I'm hoping maybe one of those hits, you know, that's about all I got. I got a Rock'em Sock'em Robots, uh, you know, thing, Does that, is that going to count for some?
5: That's nostalgic. I've know. got dirt and cat hair, so you've got as good a chance <laughs> as me. <laughs>
2: Make the world's biggest ball of cat hair. People can start. come to your house and gawk and you can charge $5 a head. They pay top
3: dollar for that, <laughs> that cat hair. I mean, That's it could be the stupidest stuff that gets uh, that gets overpriced,
4: right? I mean, it, you know, baseball cards are a good example. Like, it's a little card with a guy's face on it and some stats. Like, why is that worth anything? It's, well, if it's, it's not
5: really a tops card, card, it's not. Well, you know what I mean? Damn. <laughs> and, uh, Got him.
4: It's the craziest stuff that goes. So, I mean, you look around your house, probably 10 things you can see sitting around you right now are going to go you know, super, super expensive in 30 years. But by that point... You'll have thrown that out ten times over,
0: right? So, yeah. I
2: think, uh, and that's part of the problem. I mean, just feel like you have to cl- you have to keep everything now.
4: Okay, well now that's hoarder talk. So, well,
2: see, <laughs> that's the problem. No, no, no you're crossing into
5: mental it. health. No, he he's not
3: on? keeping his poop. Okay, once you get to that level, <laughs> you're crazy.
4: I think I think that is gone. You're. Too, you're gone at that point like, she's like
3: i i don't want to get into it but she's eating it and shit and like what? literally okay. it was a weird episode man change my life on. What? Right. <laughs> this is go oh, past
5: epi- it was an episode okay i was like wait who are you talking yeah about? <laughs> there's like that orders that orders orders show. Orders.
3: yeah she like lives in her shit and then eats her shit so oh, okay. that was something okay. you
4: said it twice now once was enough
3: <laughs> But how is she not... She literally eats her know, shit. No, 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 no.
5: Boy,
2: that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a
1: notch. It did,
2: didn't it? All right. So, if you enjoyed these last few minutes and want to continue to follow Winner Is You, you can certainly follow us on Twitter and on Facebook, both at A Winner Is You, the letter U, A Winner Is You, and follow us on TheChairShot.com, where you can find all your entertainment and wrestling needs. Yes, that's right. we got a whole new entertainment section. we got a lot of sports stuff up there as well, as well as Bandwagon Nerds, which you can find me on. And A Winner Is You, where we talk video games. Make sure you go check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash TheChairShot. Show us some love. Buy us some t-shirts. We still have two t-shirts in the works. Not released yet, but they will be coming soon. So keep an eye out for your A Winner Is You gaming t-shirts. And you can follow me as well on the DWI podcast, which is at PodcastDWI on Twitter and on Facebook.com slash DWI Podcasts, And it's me, DPP, on Twitter as well, if you, if you want to follow me. And I think that'll do it. So episode five of A Winner Is You is in the books. And as always, just remember that It's dangerous to game alone. Take us.